0: My ribbon of highway I saw above me That endless skyway I saw below me That golden valley This land was made for you and me Oh, I roamed and rambled I followed my footsteps the sparkling sands of her diamond desert, while all around me a voice was sounding, "This land was made for you and me." Let's sing it together now. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York. This land was made for you and me one bright Sunday morning in the shadow of the steeple by the relief office oh I saw our people as they stood there hungry I stood there wondering if this land was made Hey, try some harmony this land is your land this land is my land from california to the new york island from the redwood forest to the gulf stream water this land was made The sun comes shining as I went strolling, the wheat fields waving and the dust clouds rolling. A voice came chanting as the fog was lifting, this land was made for you and me, nobody lives Will ever stop me as I go walking my freedom highway. Nobody living will make me turn back. This land was made for you and me. One more time, friends. Let's sing it out.
1: This land
0: is. than one. Oh kiss is sweeter than one do you remember that beautiful chorus do you if you remember that chorus i know how old you are let's try it together oh kiss is sweeter than one I got to thinking over what I had missed. I got me a girl, I kissed her, and then, oh, Lord, I kissed her again. Oh, kisses sweeter
1: than wine.
0: Oh, kisses sweeter than could be so happy all of our lives i begged i pleaded like a natural man and then oh lord she gave me her hand oh oh, kiss is sweeter than wine oh kiss is sweet So did my wife, a working hand in hand. We made a good life with corn in the fields and wheat in the bin. I was, oh Lord, father of twins. Oh, kiss is sweeter than wine. Oh, kiss is sweeter than wine. about four. They all had sweethearts knocking at the door. They all got married. They didn't hesitate. I was, oh Lord, grandfather of eight. Oh, kisses sweeter than one. How about it for the power of song singers? Here they are. Yeah. It was uh, was 2014. uh, um, The program manager at the Old Town School of Folk Music, he contacted me. He said, it's going to be Pete Seeger's 95th birthday, and we want to do a whole bunch of classes and concerts and... <clears throat> Workshops and so forth, uh, centered around his long life and his and the great le- legacy uh, of music that he's left us. And the sad part was, I guess, that Pete uh, passed away in January of that year. But we went ahead and did the um, all the events anyway. And and uh, and I ran um, two different classes, eight weeks each, the, the songs of Pete Seeger. And uh, and uh, it was right around that time, I got a phone call from uh, a woman who does programming at a, a library in the north suburbs, and she called me and said, "Are you the guy that does the Pete Seeger concert with all those people?" And I said, uh, <clears throat> "I don't think so." And she said, uh, "We'll pay you." I said, <laughs> and I said, "Let me make a few phone calls, you know." And uh, and so I think the first time we did this actual concert was for the uh, uh, stage left Woodstock uh, Woodstock Folk Society. They're called uh, uh, Off Square Music, sorry. And then it was libraries and libraries, and we did a big concert at the old town school. And we're we're here with you tonight, and we're going to be in Oak Park on the weekend for Folktoberfest. So I hope you'll uh, enjoy the music. And I hope you'll join, join in on the singing. Was it Pete that said, I'm only kind of interested in getting music in your ears, and I'm very interested in getting it on your lips, right? How do I know my youth is all spent, my get up and go? has got up and went. In spite of it all, I'm able to grin. And think of the places my get up has been. You know that, don't you? Here we go. How do I know my youth is all spent? My get up and go
1: has got up
0: and went. In spite of it all, I'm able to grin of the places my get up has been old age is golden i've often heard said but sometimes i wonder as i crawl into bed with my ears in a drawer my teeth in a cup my eyes on the table until i get up As sleep dims my vision, I say to myself, is there anything else I should lay on the shelf? Though nations are warring and business is vexed, I'll still stick around to see what happens next. How do I know my youth is all spent? My get up and go has got up and went in spite of. My get up as men. When I was younger My slippers were red I could kick my heels Up over my head Then I got older My slippers turned blue Still I could dance The whole night through Now I am older My slippers are black And I Off to the store and I puff my way back, but never you laugh. I don't mind at all. I'd rather be huffing than not puff at all. How do I know my youth is all spent? My get-up-and-go has got up and went. In spite of I wake up each morning, I dust off my wits. I open the paper and I read the old-bits. <laughs> when I'm not there, I know I'm not dead. So I eat a good breakfast and I go back to bed. How do I know, my youth is all spent. My get up and go has got up and went. In spite of it all, I found this real neat book about American folk singers and folk songs, and in those days I, I loved Bob Dylan, you know, and I was looking through this book for Bob Dylan, I wanted to be Bob Dylan, you know, until one day I read a book about him, and then I didn't want to be him anymore, and, uh, but there was Bob, and it's kind of his life story, and then the song was blowing in the wind. Then I flipped over and found a page with Woody Guthrie's picture. And there was Woody, skinny and belligerent, young. And there was This Land Was Made for You and Me. And on the very next page was a picture of Pete. And oh my goodness, it was a striking pose. He was so young and tall and long neck banjo up in the air with his chin. And on the very next page were the words for that, that song. I remember hearing in grade school. I still think it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time passing. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time ago. Where have all the flowers gone? young girls pick them everyone when will they ever learn when will they ever learn where have all the young girls gone they've taken husbands everyone sing it out where have all the young girls gone long time 2002 to accept a a lifetime achievement award for his work as an environmental activist and they had a big, well it was a little concert uh, at the old Chicago Historical Society, the room held about 440 people but there had to be 600 plus jammed in there. He played this on his portion of the program, and I really loved it. And I asked him if there might be time for him to show it to me after the concert. And he said, "Oh, you bet." And he was very generous with his time, like that. And then, of course, when the concert ended, there was about 150 people waiting in line to get an autograph or get their picture taken. And I got my picture taken with Pete. He signed my banjo and. And he said, when we finish here, we'll go back there and work on that song. And I said, Pete, please don't worry about it. We'll do it another time. Uh, It was already quarter to midnight. He was already 83 years old. And I was exhausted. (laughs) Sure enough, when all the guests were gone, Pete and uh, his wife Toshi and I headed back to the back room where the instruments were. And he pulled his guitar out of the... Out of the case, it was a 12-string guitar, very much like this one. It was one of the most interesting music lessons I've ever had. He, he hardly said a word, and he just started playing. He started a rhythm, and he started singing. I think that this whole world Soon, mama, my whole wide world. Soon, mama, my whole world. Soon we're going to be get mixed up. Soon we're going to be get mixed up. And I didn't say a word. I guess I didn't know what to do. And, and he looked at me, and he said, uh, you don't seem very enthusiastic to want to learn this. And then Pete said, here, try this. Saying, I think that this whole world, soon, Mama, my whole wide world. Because if you get that much, you'll get the rest of it. I promise. I think that this whole world, soon, Mama, my whole wide world. Soon, Mama, my whole world. Soon we're gonna be get mixed up. Soon we're gonna be get mixed up. P. What in the world does that mean? Soon we're gonna be get mixed up. He just shrugged his shoulders and sang the verse. You know this language that we speak is part German and Latin and part Greek, Celtic and Arabic, all in the heat. Changed around by us folks in the street. Choctaw gave us the word, OK, then is a word from down in Mexico way. All of this is a hint, I suspect, of what comes next. Oh, I think that this whole world, soon, mama, my whole wide world, soon, mama, my whole world, soon we're going to be get mixed up. Soon we're going to be get mixed up. So our language is mixed up. So is our food. I like Polish sausage, I like Spanish rice. And pizza pie is also nice. Corn and beans from the Indians here. Coffee beans from the Turkish there. Marco Polo traveled by camel and pony. And brought home to Italy the first macaroni. You and I, as well as we're able, we put it all on the table. Oh, I think that this whole world, soon mama, my whole wide world, soon mama. About our
1: people.
0: There were no red-headed Irishmen before the Vikings landed in Ireland. How many Romans had curly black hair before they brought slaves from Africa? No race on earth is completely pure, nor is anyone's mind. That's for sure the winds mix the dust of every land. So that man, Oh, I think that this whole world soon, Mama, my whole wide world soon, Mama, my. I guess I got an idea on how that song's supposed to go. And, and those of you with good ears can tell this guitar is tuned much lower than my other one. And, um, and I asked Pete the first time he heard uh, a 12-string guitar tuned so low and played in that style. And he, he put his guitar aside and he told me a long story about a great American artist, a guy with a funny name. His name was Hughie Ledbetter from Mooringsport, Louisiana, and nobody called him Hewdy, everybody called him the great Leadbelly, king of the 12-string guitar. Pete, how did he get to be 12, king of the 12-string guitar? Did he win a contest or something? Pete said, no, I, I think he just called himself that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, Anyway, this is one of the last great songs of Leadbelly wrote. He was like Woody Guthrie, writing all the time. He'd read the newspaper and, uh, and come up with three songs that day. He was just right on top of the rhythms of, of rural life and urban life. And he was had a sense, like great songwriters do, of what was going on in America. And this one came uh, right after he and his wife, Martha Promise, were invited to travel to Washington D.C. to record for the Library of Congress and then when they got to the hotel a whole group went down from New York to witness the historic recording session and when they got to the hotel in Washington D.C. Hughie and his wife Martha weren't allowed to stay there because of the color of their skin and uh, I learned that story from a woman named Tiny Robinson who uh, was Lead Belly's niece, and she used the word crestfallen. Uncle Hughie and Aunt Martha were crestfallen, so disappointed. And their friend Alan Lomax tried to cheer them up and say, oh, Huey and Martha, don't worry about any of this. Washington is just a bourgeois town. And then Tiny Robinson said, I'm pretty sure Uncle Hughie did not know what the word bourgeois meant. I'm very sure He loved the sound of that word. He would not stop saying it. He repeated it over and over, day after day. He'd say things like, I wake up in the bourgeois morning. I put on my bourgeois clothes. I go into the bourgeois kitchen, have my bourgeois breakfast. Pretty soon I get out my bourgeois guitar. I'll play you bourgeois blues. D.C. It's a bourgeois town. It's a bourgeois town. It's a bourgeois, town. It's a bourgeois town. I got the bourgeois blues. Spread the news all around. Well, me and my wife Martha standing upstairs, we heard a white.
1: Drop
0: And by then I would had a lot of music behind me already, but still a lot left to work on and a lot left to do, and and I kind of had left Pete's music aside for a while to try to write songs and to learn the banjo the right way. And my parents called and they were starting to get up in years and they wanted to get all their papers together. And uh, they said, would you drive us down to the uh, county clerk's building in the loop? We wanna get copies of our birth certificates. And, and I said, oh, sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, how's a, how's a 11 in the morning? And they say, how's 745? <laughs> and uh, so I think we compromised about nine. And so we get into the county clerk's building in the basement, take a number, 123, and I look up on the little number sign, now serving 14, and I go, you'll be fine here. <laughs> and I went for a walk, and it was a beautiful spring day, and I walked down Michigan Avenue, and already the uh, sidewalk cafes were out, and I walked past uh, Symphony Center. It was called Orchestra Hall in those days. And, And I saw a big poster in the window. It said, Pete Seeger, Farewell Tour, June the 6th or something. It's in June. I said, Pete Seeger, Farewell Tour. Holy cow, I better get a ticket. And I didn't have much money, so I just decided to buy one ticket. And I said, I'm going to go by myself and watch the master work one more time. Of course 1992 that was his first farewell tour he had one in 1995 <laughs> 97 2000 and truth of the matter is he he played right up until the end and um, but the day came and the the auditorium was packed over 3000 people and my seat was way up in the way up in the back row and and I kept thinking uh, how 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 can Pete Seeger retire? It's like Santa Claus retiring. It's it's like the end of a myth, you know. And um, and um, and I thought, well, maybe he's getting old. And and I thought he'll come walking out. And well, anyway, the lights go down in the hall. The spotlight picks up stage right. He comes dashing out. He starts strumming his banjo, his legs start flopping with the rhythm, the crowd is excited, and he raises his hand, and 3,000 people sing the Midnight Special, and the hair went up on the back of my neck. I go, retire my foot, you know? And it was a great concert. But about halfway through the second set, he's losing his voice. He had damaged his voice, and he could no longer sing for a sustained period and he got out his guitar. He said, friends, you can tell my, my voice is almost gone now. But that doesn't mean we can't have music. He said, we've been singing this together for 40 years or more. I'll tell you what, if I call out the words tonight, will you sing it to me? You could have heard a pin drop. The water is wide, I can't cross, neither have I. Coogler's, uh podcast. How many shows have you got up now?
1: It must be about 20-something.
0: Yeah, and you've got some in the can still, too, don't That's you? Right. Uh, yep. what a wonderful resource. And How many do we do? We've done more than 20. It's been years. 500. <laughs> there you go. I love folklore. We
1: have our own library of programs.
0: Dan usually does a, a very wonderful job of interviewing uh, his guests and, and tonight he decided why don't you just run your program and we'll let the music do the talking tonight so, so thanks for uh, singing along and thanks for coming. We're, we've got a lot of songs left but uh, this is the one I'm the most nervous about. myself a farm and I did what I could and I called my farm muscle in my arm but the land was sweet and good and I did what I could oh when I first came to this land I was not a wealthy. So I got myself a shack and I did what I could. Oh, I called my shack, break my back, and I called my farm muscle in my arm. But the land was sweet and good, and I I did what I could. Yeah, when I first came to this land, I was I got myself a cow, and I did what I could, and I called my cow, no Duck and I did what I could And I told my duck out of luck And And I called my cow No A horse and I did one. came to this land on I always loved five-string banjo, I don't know why, I guess something about the sound of the strings. And when my brother started parading home in high school with different kinds of drums and basses and guitars, and um, I thought, well, they already know what a guitar is, I'll sneak one of those in, but I really wanted a banjo, and, and my dream came true. friend of mine went to college in the University of Alaska and he could only bring so many pieces of luggage on the airplane with him and he said uh will you watch my banjo for me I'll pick it up around Christmas time I still have it
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and in in curled up in the in the case was a uh, this old tattered um, booklet called How to Play the Five-String Banjo by Pete Seeger and, uh, and I said this is a, clearly a, a stroke of luck and I got the banjo out and I didn't know how to tune it and I got the book out and I couldn't figure it out it's the most confused banjo method you'll ever run into the funny part about that book is I still have many copies of it and I still return to it and I think that's part of Pete's wisdom as a teacher. But tonight here, I'm, I'm here to decipher that entire book for you on the five-string banjo. It'll take about four minutes. <laughs> Uh-oh, take longer than that. <laughs> that should be a C sharp. That's what people do when the banjo comes out. They get up. The hardest part is to understand that this is your thumb and this is your index finger and at the Old Town School we call this your bird finger. And the rest of it is, this is the first string closest to the floor, fifth string closest to the ceiling and the fifth string is this little short one. And There's a thing in music called duple meter, it's probably the most basic building block in music and it's as simple as walking across the room. Right foot, left foot, right foot. This and that. A seesaw is duple meter. When your boss comes in in the morning pissed off, that's angry duple meter. He's, go to the bathroom is urgent duple meter. And so we create a, a kind of duple meter on the banjo. I'm going to pick a string out. One, two, the third string with my index finger. And that's one. We count that one beat. On the second beat, I strike down across a few strings for a strum, that's two beats. On the third beat, I can hit that third string again, or I'm going to hit the fourth string. There's my third beat, and there's my fourth beat. So it goes... just like that, over and over again. And what makes a banjo a banjo is this little fifth string, and that happens on the beat we call two and. So when I When I uh, strike my third string and strum on two, then my fifth string sounds. One, two, and, three, four, and. And then Pete actually invented this term. It's called a hammer-on. That means you strike down on a string so hard it makes a new sound. once it begins to bubble a little bit and I chose the third string and the fourth string because that makes a pretty solid rhythm but you can strike any string with your index finger and go all over the place try to fish around for a melody or something They're spinning round. stream flow blue above and green below and i'm far away well may the world go the world Friend, And why don't somebody push Marge Weber right up close to that microphone, because Marge uh, came to my class when she was 70 years old, and uh, she and her son enrolled, and uh, she said, I'm age 70 now, it's time I learned how to play the guitar. I won't tell you how old she is, but she's been playing the guitar for 14 years. And we've been singing together that whole time, haven't we, with many of you here tonight. And this is a song that March picked out, and we actually made a record of it. Suzanne Strong, Rana Barrett, Daniel Pierce all the way from South Haven, Michigan, Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Catherine Whistler, you know Marge Weber, Woo-hoo! Carolyn Meadows, Larry Lindemann, and on the back row, Samantha K. Mills, Michelle Billingsley, there's Jim Picard, and our friend on base, Manu Lu. Us all again Saturday night at the Buzz Cafe in Oak Park. We're raising money for uh, various uh, charities in the Oak Park area the Community Foundation, the Food Pantry, and Housing Forward. And uh, if if, uh, we we wanted to. to try this venue out first because the Buzz Cafe is even smaller. (laughs) But you can get a great meal, a special menu prepared for that evening. Tickets are $20. And do people bring toothpaste and (coughs) shaving kits and stuff like that? Yeah, I think they should. Socks are welcome, right? This all goes to the homeless people who are in need. And and I'd love to talk to you more about that because it's it's a moving experience to be part of those groups who, who are affecting uh, change, you know? We're recognizing each other as human beings. And um, thank you all for your wonderful work. Thank you for being here. We're going to do one more song. I'm a believer in 18-point type. Thank you, Dan Kugler. Gunnar Jepsen, our engineer. (laughs) To everything Turn, 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 there is a season, turn, 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 and a time for every purpose under heaven. Sing it again. To everything, turn, turn, turn,
1: there is a season,
0: Be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to reap, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to laugh, a time to weep. build up a time to break down a time to dance a time to mourn time to time to cast away stones a time to gather stones together to everything Hi.